Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. My esteemed co-host, Siku Bob Beal, can't join us today. And my other co-host, Kathy Long, is teaching at a seminar, so she cannot join us today. So I'm all by myself. <laughs> Our phone number here is 347-677-0699. So let's have everybody joining us. In fact, actually, let me try this real quick. I need to join to... Switch out watching us on Facebook Live. We are simulcasting on Facebook Live. We got Jamie Meister watching us. How you doing, sister? Thanks for joining us. So we've got a bunch of people joining us on Facebook Live right now. Um, if you want to give us a call. Later on, when we talk to our special guest, okay, Dave Johnson, give us a call, 347-677-0699. If you're watching live on Facebook Live, type your comments down below or your questions for Soke Dave Johnson. Now, the phone lines won't open until about 1130. <laughs> we got people calling in already. The phone lines won't really open until about 1130, and that's when we're going to uh, be expecting Sophie Dave Johnson with us. So, um, you know, if you're going to call in to, to speak with Sophie Dave, um, please please know that if you call in now, you're going to be on hold until about 1130 or so, because that's what our phone line will call in at 1130. one to let us know that you want to speak live with Sophie Dave and, his, and whoever else. All right. So, what I'd like to do right now, after I find my mouse, is um, I'd like to kind of go over some um, event announcements before we get started here. Um, but after I get done with these event announcements, the first part of this show, the first 30 minutes, the first segment is all about you guys. Let's rap. Let's talk. Let's talk on Facebook Live. Um and actually, you know, I guess what I can do is open the phone lines for, um, for open floor, talking about martial arts or what have you. However, talking to Soke Dave isn't going to happen until about 1130. Um, yes, Mark, we got Mark Hoagley. My buddy Mark joining us. How you doing, Mark? Yes, so you press one to let us know you want to be in the color queue. And yes, Mark, press two for English. I haven't had coffee yet, so I'm probably talking in tongues right now. So, <laughs> anyway, so let's uh, let's hear from you guys on Facebook Live. Let's uh, go ahead and I just opened the phone line, so if you guys want to talk 
to me because I'm a bond myself. You guys want to talk to me about martial arts or martial arts related subjects? Seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. Please make sure you press one to let me know that you want to talk. Otherwise, I'm just going to think you're listening because that's what some people do. Some people will watch. They will watch. Some people will listen to Blog Talk Radio um, via their via their phone, and um, because you know, maybe the computer doesn't work or whatever. Hey, we got somebody joining us. Let's see who it is. We got Area Code two zero nine two zero nine. You're on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? Good morning. This is Master Stephen Barbieri from Modesto, California. Hi, Master Barbieri. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I just wanted to make sure we did a plug out for the upcoming Dragon Fest. Uh, I know that's just a few short months away now. Yes, definitely, definitely. Let me uh, let me get all that information up here because I just I just saw all the uh, information that uh, the curator of the Martial History Museum, Michael Matsuda, put out there. And boy, I tell you what, I am so excited. And that's uh, a Barbieri, Humberto. Says hello. He's writing all over the papers. Hi, hi, Stephen. Um, so August, the weekend of August fifth and sixth is uh, the weekend of Dragon Fest. However, the convention itself, the convention itself is going to be held um, on August fifth. August fifth, with uh, August sixth being the Dragon Fest VIP red carpet event. Now, um. Let me, oh, let's see here. How come I'm only pulling up, for some reason, I'm only pulling up the VIP. Yeah, but you are correct. The fifth is the actual event for, for the for the public to get into and everything. Yeah, definitely. I'll get to the red carpet event at the museum here in just a second. Um, this is going to be at the Marriott Burbank Airport Hotel. And, uh, <clears throat> um, this particular um, event is going to start Saturday, August 5th, 5th at 11 a.m. and goes until 6 p.m. Again, that's at the Los Angeles Marriott Burbank Airport and Selling Convention Center, and that's located at 2500 North Hollywood Way in Burbank, 91505. Now, if you want to get tickets, you can actually purchase tickets in advance. Um, at dragonfestexpo.com. Um, hello, we have we have watchers from Poland. Hello, like thank, thank you so much for watching. Jamie says, I wish I could go to Dragon Fest. Girl, one of these days you need to come out to Dragon Fest. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to get tickets, dragonfestexpo.com. Now, Michael says this is going to be the so far, so far, out of the Dragon Fest that they've, uh, that Another quick reminder, don't forget about <clears throat> bring some cash, bring your credit card, bring your checkbook, 
because a lot of the times there's some phenomenal things to purchase there, and a lot of times they have some auction items. So this is a chance to get some one-of-a-kind items. I know last year they raffled off a lot of -of one-of-a-kind items. They actually had the celebrities there from – some, from some of the movies that they were auctioning off, and so you actually right. got their signed signatures on those memorabilia, which was incredible. So you can't get it by walking in with an empty pocket. So make sure you bring some exactly. cash, your checkbook, or your credit card. Exactly. Thank you so much, Stephen, for reminding everyone of that. Yes, do. Because, you know, the vendors, the vendors that are going to be um, at this year's event, I don't have a list yet. Of, of all the vendors, but the vendors, oh my goodness, the last couple of years, is, is, it's been incredible. So yes, bring credit cards, bring cash, you know you're going to want to buy something. You know it. <laughs> you know it. So we've Or got, to get one of those uh, auction items, too, that they do up on stage as well, where all the funds go directly to uh, the museum. So again, uh, some great opportunities to buy some, some phenomenal uh, one-of-a-kind items. Exactly. Yes, do. Do come come on out, folks. Mark your calendars. August fifth, August fifth at the Los Angeles Marriott Burbank Airport Hotel and Convention Center, and I'm going to give you guys the address again. It's 2500 North Hollywood Way in Burbank, not 91505. Hey, we've got my co-host Robert Deal joining us in the comments. Uh, we've also got Mark Behik. He says aloha, many blessings from Tuhan Mark from uh, Pulahan Mandirigma in the uh, Kapole, Hawaii. How you doing, brother? Get a flash of shaka out there. So uh, Robert, my co-host Robert, says, yes, 2014 is when it came back to life. And prior to that, Dragon Fest had been on hiatus for about nine to ten years. And, uh, you know, when it was in its heyday, that was the convention that I wanted to go to. If there was anything I wanted to go to, it was Dragon Fest. And uh, Bob and I, and uh, hopefully Kathy Long will be there this year, representing Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. So come on out, come say hi, uh, and uh, meet up with your favorite masters and celebrities. I know Stephen Barbieri is going to be there. Humberto David De Jesus is going to be there. Roger Mock, everybody's going to be there. Come on out. <laughs> come on out. Now, Master Barbieri, since we have you on the line, and since we have about, oh, uh, we've still got a little bit of time in our first segment. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about Coffee with the Masters? Yeah, Coffee with the Masters is a phenomenal group of gentlemen and ladies that actually have grown in different areas. It actually started over in Manteca. It actually started uh, with myself getting together with Grandmaster Harry Mock for coffee, uh, Sifu uh, David De Jesus. Uh, was there as well. So the three of us were just meeting there on a regular basis in Manteca on Friday mornings. And again, uh, just, you know, we always treat it like Vegas. So whatever shared there, you know, stories and whatnot, we try and keep it there. And then we started posting it on Facebook that we were doing. And then people say, hey, do you mind if we join? And then, sure, then next thing you know, it was five people, six people, seven people. Then pretty soon people (laughs) said, well, how do I get there? And then we had to kind of filter who we wanted there because, uh, again, it's not just a complete open invitation. So, right. again, uh, uh, we started posting it, and then it just grew from there. Uh, David's uh, wife actually came up with the name. So we want to, again, uh, thank David's wife for coming up with the name, Coffee with the Masters. And with that, we actually came out with our shirts, 
I know Soki Dave, who's your uh, main guest today, actually has one. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Mate, uh, Mate with the Masters, uh, which is similar to Coffee with the Masters he does down in Fresno. There's uh, um, people over in the Bay Area that are, 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 are doing this at the same time. There's people over back in New York that are thinking about that. And actually, we're selling our shirts at www.coffeewiththemasters.com. And the proceeds cool. from the sale of our shirts are actually going to uh, the Martial Art Museum as well for Dragon Fest. So uh, if you, if you uh, see our shirts online and you want to pick one up, either come on one Friday morning with a $20 cash to pick up a shirt, or you can go on our website and we'll ship it uh, anywhere in the world. So we've shipped them all, all over the United States and Hawaii as well. Very cool. Very cool. You got that, folks? Coffeewiththemasters.com. I know I'm going to want a shirt when I get there. <laughs> now, you know, so, so I really I really want to just put a shout-out out there uh, about the Martial Arts History Museum um, because the Martial Arts History Museum is curator of the Martial Arts History Museum. Michael's goal is to hopefully get into a larger venue to display all the historical things that he has in storage and right now in in the place that he has now there's just not enough space i mean there's so much stuff that bob and i have witnessed come in during the telethon that we did uh, a few weeks ago and there's no place to put it absolutely no place and michael has all sorts of plans um for the museum when and if they do move to a bigger location and dragon fest and uh um, other fundraisers that uh, the Martial Arts History Museum is doing this year is going t- is, is going towards that. Um, this has been Michael's dream for quite a while now to move to a larger location. So come out to Dragon Fest, mark your calendars, folks, you know, and uh, help make it a, a big thing because all the proceeds go directly to the museum. Now, if you are a vendor, if you want to be a vendor, he says that the only thing is if you want to be a vendor – on the floor, a Burbank City business license is going to be mandatory. You can't just like, you know, come in and go, "Hey, I want to, I want to sell a you know, haircut or something." <laughs> so, you know, uh, take that into consideration if you apply to be a vendor at Dragon Fest. Wow, we got a whole bunch of people that just came on the line with us. We got Soke Dave Johnson, our guest a little bit later, who is on Facebook Live, and he'll be calling in um, at about 11.30 or so. And for anyone else that wants to call in and uh, talk with us right now during our first segment, we have 15 minutes left of this first segment, give me a call. I'm all by myself. It's just me and Master Stephen Barbieri right now. So 347-677-0699. And we've got, uh, let's see, we've got Ted Mattingly watching us. How you doing, brother? Um, let's see. Soke Dave says, announcement for everyone who calls into today's show, I will donate $10 to the Martial Arts History Museum. You got that, folks? For every person that calls in today to talk to Soke Dave Johnson to ask him a question or to just say, hey, He's going to donate $10 to the Martial Arts History Museum. So call in, say hello, and let's get Soke Dave to donate 100 bucks <laughs> to the Martial Arts History Museum. <laughs> and we'll be talking to him in about 15 minutes. 
Uh, we have another announcement. Mark Behic, Mark Behic says August 11th, 2017, Legacy Long Beach, uh, Filipino martial arts film. Wait a minute. I, I'm not reading this correctly. Good old Mark. It says Legacy Long Beach, Filipino martial arts filmed by Serada, Grandmaster Darren Tibon, and Master. So is this a seminar? Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> Master Stephen says I'm going to call in a hundred times. So we've already got we've already got Master Stephen with us. So we're going to count that as ten bucks. Okay, Dave. Right now. <laughs> right now. And Stephen's going to call in, uh, call in an, uh, another ninety-nine times. So. Uh, yeah, you would have to get a sheet to start keeping count so that you can tell them the number at the end. I know. I have one right here. I have one right here. <laughs> so Master Stephen says the Soke Dave is a class act. Yes, indeed he is. And I'm sure our listeners and watchers today are going to have a fun time um, talking with uh, with Soke David about his uh, background in martial arts and about the system uh, that he's founded and what it all entails and um, other other things that he's involved with. So that's that's going to be great. So our phone number here again, folks, is 347-677-0699. We got comments coming in so fast I can't read them all. So uh, go ahead and comment down below. Um, and uh, if you want to talk with us right now, just to uh, shoot the breeze about martial arts, give us a call, 347-677-0699. And Soke Dave Johnson has acknowledged your call. Master Steven. So he's got $10 down. I'm writing that down right now. Rick St. Clair says, hello from, from San Francisco. It's okay, Dave. Oh. Um, so, yeah, stay on the line, folks. Stay on stay on the uh, Facebook tube here because uh, we're going to have some fun. All right. So <clears throat> let's see here. So we talked uh, a little bit about Coffee with the Masters. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for reminding me, uh, Stephen. There was a roast last night in L.A. Can you talk about that? Yes, I can. Um, yesterday was a special roast for Joycelyn Liu. And, you know, I initially had planned on going and uh, just just couldn't, you know, work schedule here in Seattle. just uh, just didn't work out. <clears throat> but Apparently, it was just the funnest thing. I saw, uh, I saw all sorts of uh, pictures online from our paparazzi on the road paparazzi for Dynamic Dojo Top TV, uh, Lady Lelaine Reed. She took a bajillion pictures at this, and I'm looking forward to getting uh, to her getting those uh, pictures processed and uh, and up on the Dynamic Dojo uh, Facebook page. Um, but a lot of a lot of people showing up um, at this. Let me see here. Let me uh, pull up some pictures. Who was there? Art Camacho was there. Lady Lelaine Grandmaster Green. Harry Mark course, was there. Grandmaster Harry was there. Were you there too, Stephen? No, no, I couldn't make it. But uh, again, uh, World uh, Karate Form Champion Todd Dumphy was there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing pictures. Yep. Uh, Todd Dunphy was there. Uh, who else was there? Um, hey, Mark, who's on Facebook right now, if he can call in, I believe Mark was there. I saw Mark 
Mark Hoadley, I saw him in some of the uh, photos, too. Oh, really? Mark, were you there? Uh, yeah, Mark, why don't you give us a call and let's talk about it for about 10 minutes. 347-677-0699. Uh, James Hong was there, too. We've got my buddy Steve Lilligan watching, too. How you doing, brother? Are you driving? I hope you're not driving and watching. I hope you're, I hope you're, uh, you're parked there, brother. <laughs> Rick Bear. Rick, you were there? All right, well, call in. Give us a call, 347-677-069. Let me say that a little slower. 347-677-0699. Let's talk about it for about eight minutes. Uh, let us know who was all there. Um, so, okay, Dave said that um, James Hong was there. Who else was there? Start typing there, Rick. Start typing there, buddy. <clears throat> so... Um, there's a post by Catherine McHewitt. Um, let's see. I know that, uh, of course, Eric Lee was there because I think he was the host, correct, I believe? Um, yes, he was. Yeah. Um, Americus and the Samus was there. Um, let's see here. Odila Molina was there. Uh, Peter Kwong. And Mark was there, and who else was there? We've got, uh, gosh, a lot of people. There's a ton, a ton of. Uh, of Gary Amon uh, was there. Yeah, Gary Amon was there. Um, Dana Stamos. Dana Stamos was there. Right on. Right on. And, oh, Rick hey, Harry Benerfa well. was there. Harry Benerfa, thank you so much for sharing the, the Facebook live feed. Thank you so much. I guess four other people shared the Facebook live feed. Thank you so much who, who all shared the video. So a lot of people, and I'm um, trying to remember. Oh, this was held at the Golden Dragon Restaurant. And uh, I saw the menu. Let's see. The menu had all sorts of great stuff on it. So, you know, you can't go wrong at the, at the Golden Dragon. I was there once. Uh, one of the times I was down there in L.A. I loved it. I want to go back again. <laughs> I want to hear some about the one-liners for the roast. I know those always tend to be really good. So if anybody was actually at the roast and remember some of the one-liners or some of the stories that they could share with us live, that would be awesome. I know. There has to be somebody that filmed it. There has to be. Who shared? Who, who, who has a video? <laughs> if you have a video, put it up. Put it up. Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to hear some one-liners because you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, Joyce Lynn is just you know just so gracious and just so humorous herself. I bet it was a hilarious night, and I am so bummed that I couldn't go. Mitch Scheimer was there also. Yeah, Mitch posted a uh, a picture of the of the of the menu, and I just got hungry looking at it. <laughs> wonderful event, wonderful, and. Uh, that's going to be cool. Let's see. What other, uh, since we're talking about California, what other stuff going on? Uh, we've got, uh, it's, it's going to be a few months, but we've got the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame happening in Fullerton, California in May. May, I forgot what date. I think it's the 14th, I believe, the weekend of the 14th. I could be wrong, um, but let me look here real quick. Uh, for those of you that are 
uh, alumni of the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame. Um, come on out to Fullerton again. It'll be great. Um, but let me double check Yeah, Grandmaster here. Jim Thomas puts on a, a wonderful event. It's an amazing event. Uh, him and Lori Hallmark, amazing, amazing event. And uh, they have events all throughout the United States all year, all year long. Uh, you know, Grandmaster Jim and Lori are just, you know, 24-7 working to make sure that uh, all these events across the country. Uh, and let me see if I can get the date here. Let's see. Well, in March, we've got uh, Jamaica, New York. March 17th and 18th are having the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame there. And then... In April, April 21st through the 23rd, they're having the USA Martial Hall of Fame in Indianapolis, Indiana, um, May 19th through 21st. So see, I was wrong. It wasn't the 14th. May 19th through the 21st is in Fullerton, California, and I'm going to be there with a few uh, nominees that I uh, that I have nominated, including my co-host, Sifu Robert Deal. And then in July, July 21st to the 22nd, USA Marflaws Hall of Fame will be in Tampa, Florida. And then October 27th through the 29th, right here in Seattle, Washington. And uh, I think uh, Seattle, Washington is going to be capping off the year for 2017. I am so excited. Now, Soke Day says, next Saturday, March 11th, next, coffee and meat. No, mate. It's actually pronounced mate. We all say it wrong. I'm like, what is that, mate? Mate, mate, as in like, hold up, stop, that kind of thing? Mate, uh, he'll explain when he gets on at 1130. uh, I'm going to say the wrong country. Brazilian is how they drink their coffee out of these little silver. Yeah, he'll explain it. Ask him about it. That's a great question to ask him about it. Awesome, and that's going to be in uh, Fresno. Fresno. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Next coffee with the Masters. That'll be great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we'll ask him about that. Because <laughs> I'm like, coffee mate? <laughs> Uruguay, he says. Uruguay? There you go, Uruguay. Okay, Uruguay. Awesome. That's Very a great cool. question to well, ask when he gets on the phone here in a minute. Exactly, exactly. So why don't we do this, Okay, Dave and uh, Master Seaman. Let's do this real quick, listeners. Let's go ahead and take a short two-minute break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with Soke Dave Johnson. So, Soke Dave, if you could call, call, give us a call, 347-99. You'll be on hold for just a little bit. And then after the break, we'll we'll get you going. All right, we'll uh, talk to Soke Dave Johnson right after this. So don't go away, folks. We'll be right back after this. I can't find my break. Here we go. If you own a gun... You have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Dear parents, much of what we learn in this world comes directly from you. Whatever your message is, it will become part of us forever. Please teach us to accept one another. Teach us to respect one another. Please, 
Do not fill our minds with hatred. Do not expose us to bigotry. Do not teach us to judge each other by race, religion, orientation, or the color of our skin. Teach us the concept of tolerance. Teach us to understand one another. Teach us to accept people of different cultures and persons with different beliefs than yours. Please help us to create a world where every man, woman, and child is treated equally. Dear parents, please don't teach us words of hate. We learn from you every moment. If you use certain words which might be hurtful to others, we will repeat that word. Please don't show us acts of hate. If you act against people of different faiths, we will repeat your actions. Dear parents, we are your children. And we are relying on you to help us create a world where every person is tolerant of one another. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime, enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is T. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show? If you do... You can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. All right. Welcome back to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio and Talk TV. This is Rashida De Jesus, and our phone number here is 347-677-0699. I've got my co-host, Robert Deal, on the comments <laughs> saying, who is that amazing voice? I think that's you. <laughs> but I'm the other amazing voice, Robert. All right. Give us a call here, folks, 347 347- Six seven seven zero six nine nine because we are going to be talking to Soke Dave Johnson in just two seconds. Two, one, and here he is. We brought his mic up. Soke Dave, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us. Now, I'm curious, what is it about mate and, and coffee with, <laughs> with the masters? What's mate? <laughs> well, mate, and um, thank you for helping the world pronounce it correctly. It's very easy to, uh, I understand how people look at it when they first look it at it. It's like mate, you know. Yeah. In fact, like uh, but, it, but it's mate, and uh, it's predominantly drunk, drank in uh, Argentina and Uruguay. 
a lot of people say Argentina because it's such a larger country and people know it more than uh-huh. Uruguay. We say Uruguay. It's actually pronounced Uruguay. Uruguay, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. But that, that country is really the mate capital, in my opinion. I've been to both, so there's there's – Sometimes there's like a friendly argument between Argentina and Uruguay. They're like brothers and sisters. They love each other, but they go, no, we, we drink mate. No, we drink mate. But Uruguay is, I tell people, if you if I could parachute you into Uruguay and drop you anywhere, just stand still for a second, and you're going to see everybody that goes by you, little child, people on Vespas, uh, on a horse, gauchos, everybody has a thermos under their arm. And in their hand is the mate bowl with a little straw, which is a metal straw, with, which is called a bombisha. Uh-huh. And, and everybody drinks mate 24-7, the whole country. It's, it's the only country in the world that does that. It's, it is drank in uh, uh, Argentina, but predominantly indoors with kind of a tea kettle type of way of drinking. Wow. Uh, Uruguay is the real old-fashioned gaucho form of mate drinking, which I just love. And, <laughs> Now, let's see. I'm just looking this up. It says mate is a traditional drink in some countries in South America, especially in Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, and Brazil. It's also common in parts of Chile, Lebanon, and Syria. The drink, which contains matine, an analog of caffeine, is made by an infusion of dried leaves of yerba mate and... That's where it stops. Oh, wait. I right. guess I should like, click the link. Um, dried leaves of yerba mate. It's usually drunk with friends and served in a hollow calabash gourd with yeah. a bombilla, the special metallic bombisha. drinking straw that you talk Bombisha. Okay. Yeah. I swear and I, read yerba, that. I read that wrong. It, right. Well, no, it's just that we pronounce here, we pronounce what we see like yerba. People say yerba. It's actually pronounced sherba. Oh, cool. Sherba. Oh, it says. There it is, and it says bombisha in Arabic. Bombisha. There right. we go. Well, let wow. me, uh, the, 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 the listeners will get a kick out of this. Uruguay itself, the country, is predominantly influenced by the Italian culture, a heavy uh, oh. Italian concentration. Of Italian. Therefore, they're, they speak Spanish, but if you were to listen to them, you'd swear they're speaking Italian because it sounds oh, wow. Italian, their accents are Italian, their, their body language is Italian, but the words are Spanish. Now, like bombisha has two L's in in traditional Spanish, like you'd say tortilla. Right. The double L's are like a Y. Well, mm-hmm. over there, the Y is pronounced like sh. So they would mm. say tortilla. Uh-huh. Same thing as bobilla. It looks like bobilla. It's actually bo- bobisha, bombisha. Oh, that makes so, sense. So something different. Like Portuguese. Like they, yeah. Right. They say child. Right. They don't say adios. They kiss. They <laughs> hug. They're very, uh, very Italian. Oh, my goodness. See, you know, I'm looking at pictures of these beautiful, uh, beautiful containers and, and these special straws for the mate. mate and just so be- yeah, it, they're just so beautiful. Okay, look it up, I just folks. put a picture on I just oh. put a picture on my Facebook. I just posted it saying, and I actually am. I'm drinking my mate while I'm on the radio right now. <laughs> That's so awesome. Now, <laughs> I'm going to have to look this up because now I want to try this. All right. So there's our, there's our mate talk for, for the day. So, so today is actually, we're going we're gonna to name this the uh, Dynamic Dojo uh, Mate Break Show as opposed, to, uh, our, uh, uh, <laughs> as opposed to our lunch break. All right. So let's, uh, 
let's get on with the show. We've got uh, Dave Johnson, Soke Dave Johnson, joining us. So if you want to talk to Soke Dave, give us a call at 347-677-0699. If you want to ask any questions or whatever, just give a call. If you have any questions and can't call, write it in the comments below if you're watching live. Um, Mark Behik says, great drink and fight. Great drink and fight. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Guess you'd be wide awake if you fight. All right. So let's uh, let's uh, we normally like to start off. It's okay, Dave. Um, about letting our listeners know about our guests' backgrounds in the martial arts. So can you tell us a little bit of um, how you started in your martial arts training and how old you were? Because you started when you were very young, correct? Yeah, very young. Uh, it, it's just a an interesting story. I think uh, I get a kick out of thinking back, like, you know, how, and all of us can probably relate to this, how your life kind of revolves and turns into this amazing journey. And when you could step back and look where it started, it's kind of entertaining. Um, I was actually doing a tap dancing routine at our local fair, uh, outdoors on the outdoor theater. It was during our, we have a big annual fair every year. And uh, I was doing a tap dance routine, actually, in a sailor outfit. Of all <laughs> and I was about, uh, I wasn't quite five yet. And after our show, they had us uh, sit down in front of the, on the grass, in front of this big concrete stage outdoors for the next act. Well, the next act was a martial artist. And I, I don't uh-huh. know if, you know, again, I'm, I was very young back then, but uh, I believe it was probably judo. Because he was demonstrating some stuff, and when he jumped, he jumped down off the stage, and I was sitting right in the front row, right up against the stage. He, he said, "Okay, I need a, I need a volunteer to demonstrate a technique." And for whatever reason, I, I raised my hand, and he said, "Okay, come over here." Of course, I'm this little teeny kid, and he's a big giant guy. <laughs> and he says, "I'm going to teach you how to throw me." And so, you know, he told me how to place my, you know, my back area into his hip area and how to grab his gi and. You know, on one, two, three, you're going to yell real loud and, and pull down. And, you know, it was just hilarious looking back on it. I'm sure everybody else got a kick out of watching this stupid little kid up there <laughs> trying to throw this big giant. He was probably 200 pounds. And I know he helped me. Still, when I did that throw and flipped him, that was it. I was, something bit me. It was like passion from that day forward. Uh, all I did was think about martial arts, read martial arts, watch every kind of movie that came out. This was 59, so there wasn't anything really happening then, but till later in life with Bruce Lee and all the other stuff that came on. And mm-hmm. Anyway, that started it. You know, I just um, hitched rides. The, the closest studio was about 40-some miles away. Uh, wow. At the time. So it started in Kachukempo and then went into Chotokan. Mm-hmm. Um, just an um, amazing journey. Anyway. Wow. I mean, like, and since then, since you started so young, you had the opportunity to to study multiple arts. And, and that was, you know, during a time where, you know, that was kind of unheard of. You know, I mean, you had Kajikembo, which itself was a mixed martial art. Of course, Jeet Kune Do, uh, Won Hopkins Do was, uh, was beginning to uh, uh, take hold and uh, unheard of. And, and, and yet you you decided you wanted to find, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. I mean, Shotokan, Taekwondo, and a bunch of other stuff. Now, with all the experience that you have in in all these martial arts, I almost said a bajillion because it is a bajillion martial arts that you did, <laughs> <laughs> that you do. Since then, you know, after, after you've uh, studied and crystallized the concepts 
for your particular expression, you developed your own system, correct? Can you tell us a little bit about your system? Right. Say Edo, it's say Edo. slowly, it's actually three words, say, a, and do. And, of course, right. most people relate the word do to the way. Mm-hmm. And i got to tell you a quick micro story here. Okay. Uh, I had the wonderful pleasure. I'd already created the word say a do because I had a friend in Japan, and I said my, my system that I was developing for law enforcement at the time was called Dave Johnson's Elite Defense System because I saw mm-hmm. a major gap between traditional martial arts and law enforcement on the street. I was a cop, and I realized, okay, 90% of this stuff is not going to work or you wouldn't do it. It's just it's just ridiculous. So it's, this is not practical. Right. So I started developing this system. I'll go into that in a minute. So I called this guy in Japan, and I said, I, I want to make a system name. And, and he said, what is it now? And I said, well, it's the elite defense system. So he said, in, in Japanese, there's two words for elite. One is academic. One means academically elite. And the other one means uh-huh. militaristically elite. Uh, so uh-huh. I go, well, that's the one I want. What, what, how do you say that? And so he sent it to me. It's S-E-I-E-I, say A. That's the mm-hmm. militaristic term for elite. Say okay. A. So I added that to say a doe, the mm, way of mm. elite, right? So then right. one day I was working with a calligraphy master in Fresno, Master Honda, which is gone, just an amazing, I think a legend really, if people know who he was, came to the United States, one of the true calligraphy masters. He helped me develop my my characters for the, for the logo that you see today. And while uh-huh. he was drawing it in his living room, you know, we were talking about what it means. I said, yeah, you know, do, the way. And he looked at me and he said, well, not really. And I'm thinking, wait huh. a minute. <laughs> My whole life, everybody <laughs> says do is the way. What, what do you mean not really? But uh, I had so much respect for him. And he goes, actually, in very broken English, he goes, actually, it means the path of mastery. And my head exploded. Oh. Yeah. Wow. How did I'm thinking, that work Whoa. Out? Whoa. That's way better than the way. <laughs> so <laughs> the way so say the path mm-hmm. of mastery, which makes so much more sense. Anyway, so say a do means the elite path of mastery. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that cool how it all just fell together like that for you? Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's that is so awesome. Now, when when did you actually start developing this system? Because many people will study right. multiple arts and just right. and just do that, you know, for right. the rest of their life, or they will, you know, crystallize their knowledge into you know their personal expression and start developing right. their own system. And some people won't even name it; they'll just say, "This is what I do." When did right. you start developing your system? You know, I really started putting it together. It's been a lot of years of thought process on it, again, from the law enforcement issue that I saw, they needed something there. Uh, but I really started putting it together, writing it down, and actually decided I'm going to build my own curriculum system from scratch, from the beginning to black belt type level. That was 1984. Mm-hmm. 1984. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, at that point, I'd had about 20 years in Taekwondo, 11 years in Aikido, a uh, few years in Hapkido. And of course, mm-hmm. my base was Shotokan, Kajikempo. I've studied uh, the Jeet Kune Do before with Jeet Kune Do. Bruce Lee had some students, um, some offshoots of his system in the Bay Area that my brother was an instructor at, uh, the uh-huh. East West School, uh, which was kind of his Bruce Lee system. And I, and uh-huh. I studied another uh, 
style of kung fu. So I had a, a nice base mixture of a lot of knowledge of a lot of great techniques. And so 84, I started pulling all the pieces out that didn't work, which were a lot of, a lot of the techniques, and narrowed it down to the ones that just made sense, that really mm-hmm. didn't work, that worked quickly, that were effective, that were efficient. That's what I zeroed in on. Which ones work the best, the fastest, that can take someone under control or whether disarm or injure somebody if you need to as mm-hmm. quick as possible with the least amount of work, uh, you know, movement, and that are also easy to learn for officers because they don't have a lot of time for training. And that's how it all started in Oh, okay. Wow. Very cool. Now, your your curriculum um, has, has a lot of great stuff in it. Can you tell our listeners uh, just a little bit about – the areas that you cover in your system, of course, you know, you know, please don't give away your whole curriculum, <laughs> but if you could give, no, our, that would be, you know, let's no just, one could afford yeah. that. Exactly. I was going to say, don't <laughs> give it away. <laughs> if you guys want to spend a lot of money, you're not going to be able to afford the amount of knowledge this master has. So can you, um, can you just kind of give a rough, you know, overview of uh, some of the areas that sure. you cover in say, Edo? Sure. Uh, first, I got to do a couple shout-outs because okay, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm nobody without the people around me, my teachers, yes, sir. the great teachers that I've had over the years, the, some we've lost, and they know, you know I'm connected mm-hmm. to them eternally. But I got to sh- give shout-out to, I have directors and students in 11 countries, and I know a lot of people are listening right now, so I really want to shout-out to Uruguay, to Argentina, to Brazil, to Peru, to Chile, and to Germany. They're, I know right they're listening. Uh, so, so shout out, text in you guys. Uh, say Edo. <laughs> That's our yell. Say Edo. Around, around the world. Say Edo. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to step back and say remember, we were talking about the elite path of mastery. Traditions, you know, that builds the most beautiful shirts to wear, most comfortable shirts to wear. I travel, uh, yes. When I travel internationally, that's my shirt to travel. It's the most comfortable shirt. I love yeah. all the tradition shirts, and uh, for whatever reason, I'm still shocked, but I was honored to be put on one of their shirts. And when we discussed, when they told me they were going to put me on there and discussed a name for it, because they name all their shirts, they have a theme, I told them, you know, well, Seido means path of mastery, the elite path of mastery. So we wanted to shorten it. They didn't want it that long. So that, that name of the shirt that Traditions had, has my picture on it, is called the path of mastery shirt. Oh, Cool. So shout out to Traditions. Thank you for that. There's people wearing those yeah. around the world. Um, beautiful mm-hmm. shirt, comfortable to wear. Of course, I'm ugly. My ugly face is on the front. You might want to wear it on the inside out, but it's still really comfortable. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I, need, you know, I know I Steve Barbieri has one, but he makes it look good. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know. He looks like a GQ model himself. He, I was going to say, <laughs> Master Steven, you can make anything look good. Uh, but, yeah, those shirts are so comfortable. I don't know if it's, like, the microfiber weave or whatever, but, I, you yeah. know, I, I wear a I wear a uh, Don Wilson one uh, as kind of like a pajama shirt, and it's so comfortable. <laughs> I know. Love their shirt. I, I love it. Anyway, shout out to James Wilson and Traditions and Don and right. everyone associated with Traditions. Yep. All right. All right, wow. so back to the system. Yes, back to the system. Okay. So the, <laughs> the system is primarily – trying to make it as simplistic as we can, it's, it's broken into three separate sections. Uh, the first section covers 
basic stances, and we have several types of stances, and they, they learn as they go through the system what these stances are used for and what techniques they're used with, and that just takes mm-hmm. some time for them to learn that. But there's this whole basis set on stances, and then we develop movement drills so that they know how to maintain this, these particular stances while they move. Because the okay. whole system of Saedo is based on, if you remember, started with a law enforcement mindset. So the whole system of Saedo is built on multiple opponent scenarios. So we mm-hmm. don't do a, a, a static standstill punch chop. Everything's based on the worst case scenario. That's how it was started. If we have two uh-huh. people or three people or four people or three people in front of me, two on the side, whatever. So we have to move. So I teach them stances. I teach you movement drills. Then I teach uh-huh. them how to fall. So we teach correct break falls to the right, the left, the front, the back. So they know how to get, if someone sweeps them, mm-hmm. either to the side, the front, or the back, they're going to know how to hit the ground and come right back up. And that's a pretty magical when you see that system. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. How you, I mean, we do it on concrete. When they learn it, we take cool. them out on concrete, and then it, their eyes open up like, that's amazing. I mean, you can get swept on concrete, come right back up, and not sustain really any injuries, which is pretty cool to watch. So we do that. Then we go into basic fundamentals, which is your block strikes and kicks. And, again, those have been tailored down to Sado. I got rid of a lot of stuff that's not practical. We restrict the the level of movement. So we don't do big, giant blocks and stuff, which to me is a waste of time and a waste. they're just a waste of uh energy there that you don't need. We've got to be quick. We've got to be effective and efficient upon our strikes. And our blocks mm-hmm. are all called block strikes. We don't, we don't believe in just a strict, a particular block. When you block, you actually cause some pain. So our blocks mm-hmm. are considered strikes. The other thing we do after that is then we go into um, hold breaks. So we have a whole system where if someone grabs you in whatever manner, whether it be on one wrist, two wrists, cross wrists, from the back, mm-hmm. the same thing, doubles, crosses, singles, uh, lapel grabs, chokes, double hand, single hand. There's a whole system on how to escape those, and they're very, very quick. The techniques are very quick. You're out of them. And then we go, wow. into, throw, we go into throws. So if anybody grabs you from the front, back, side, uh, headlocks, everything, there's a throw to get out of those, and there are escapes and throws. Then we mm-hmm. teach a whole takedown system, which I developed that – based on rights and left punches, multiple opponents, to where we'll go under an arm, to the outside of an arm, to the inside of an arm. So there's every kind of scenario you can think of, there's a takedown that we've developed for it. Mm-hmm. After that, we go into a whole grappling system, which I tailor mine off the Gracie system. Mm-hmm. So we do the whole ground control, how you get off the ground, take someone to the ground, do submissions, you can do breaks. Uh, to end the fight and so forth. But and most of our stuff finishes in what we call a prone control uh, mm-hmm. for law enforcement. So everything we do, we take them, but we also stop it by doing a prone control. At that point, you can either handcuff, you can actually break an arm, but you always have another hand free for multiple opponents. So prone control is built into all of our system. And then the last section is weapon disarm. So we have knives and guns. We have long rifle. We have sticks, bats. Anything, any type of weapon coming at us, we teach a whole system on how to disarm all of those. And they're very aggressive. I, you know, I've got to say, that's why I don't put that stuff up because I don't want to get sued. But right, the weapon right. disarms are – we don't just disarm. We disarm and really injure. Uh, the point is to totally take care of that attacker so they don't continue. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty deep. That's at our advanced level at that point. So, 
And the bottom line is the system, Saedo, and I think this by itself, no credit to me, it's just the system I'm talking about. That's why it's spread mm-hmm. so well around the world because, and right now it's been taught, it's being taught in a lot of the police academies in South America. They saw mm-hmm. the practicality of it, like, wow, this is what our officers need. It's not a traditional exactly. type whole system, which is great, nothing wrong with that, it's beautiful. But for law enforcement, they need to narrow it down teach super mm-hmm. effective techniques that are really going to work that these officers can learn. Anyway, so that system by itself, it's spread because it's complete. It goes from the basic to advanced, all in one complete system. Wow. That is such a comprehensive system. Just, you know, I was listening to you describe it to our listeners, and I was sitting here with my mouth hanging agape. Ah! <laughs> you know, and it's and it's true, though. It's okay that that you know, like you said, there's nothing wrong with traditional martial arts, but yeah, when it comes to law enforcement, there, there, there has to be that, that, that niche that has to be filled. And, uh, it, it definitely looks like say a fills that niche. So that's pretty cool. Now with, uh, are, is this primarily like a, a, a class uh, type of format where the information is trans transmitted, or is it more seminar? Is it more like, you know, uh, program oriented? Uh, and is it like, can they go to your dojo and 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 learn this? Is I guess is the question. Unfortunately, not anymore. I used to run a on the side because I've been working a long time for a university. I used to do more of a larger class a couple times a week. Out, I'm, I have a my own dojo out in the country, but uh, uh-huh. I don't have the time anymore to do that. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm I'm very busy. I have a full time job. A lot of people don't know at a university, director of operations mm-hmm. here, and I do. I'm also an adjunct professor at two universities, and I'm in the middle of doing my doctoral degree right now. Which if anybody's done a doctorate, oh, PhD or yeah, whatever they've got, know. they know how that's time consuming. It's a lot of time. Yeah. Right. Takes so a lot of time. where we are right now is I teach on Thursday nights and Saturday uh-huh. morning, and this is by invitation only. There's it, they have to be somebody I know and that I've kind of vetted. Because uh, in my class, we have law enforcement. We have some law enforcement that actually are on duty in my class that are armed and the whole thing. So we have a real weird mixture. I have Marines. I have two Marines in there, uh, SWAT members. Uh, and then I have women. I have a teenage kid that's been with me since he was about seven. It's an amazing kid. Wow. Um, so it's a cool mixture. i got actresses. i got two actors, and I've got an actress that just started. Uh, so it's a really cool mixture. It's a lot of fun. I believe in having fun when we teach. We have a lot mm-hmm. of fun, but we do really serious teaching of the technique. Other than that that I do here, I run these elite black belt camps around the world. We've been doing that since 84. Hmm. We're doing number uh-huh. 15 this October. We'll talk about, if, you, if we have time, about yes. the, the Hall of Fame coming up and the elite black belt camp number 15 right here in Fresno. Mm-hmm. But I move them around. So the last one I did was in Uruguay, and all the countries from Chile, Peru, Brazil, Argentina all converged on Uruguay. So we did three complete days, about 17, average 17 hours a day of grueling Uh training, trying to cover the entire system, which we've never quite done yet. We get really close, but the system's so big that we can't get the whole system complete within about a three- or four-day camp. And anyway, we wow. moved around. The one before that was in Brazil. I've done several in Germany. We've got to go back to Germany pretty quick here. But the next one's going to be in the United States, right here in Fresno, 
October 11th through the 14th. October 11th through the 14th. Right on. Wow. You know, I, just just listening to the the amount of information that the system entails, um, just out of curiosity, you know, what does a typical class consist of? So that would Let's depend say, on well, depend mm-hmm. on the audience. Because see, if I go to do a right. camp say in South America, most of these people are have been through the system for years. Mm-hmm. So I might mm-hmm. start straight out with more advanced stuff where we'll do joint locks. We'll do mm-hmm. we'll we'll do application joint locks and pick up their speed so they can go straight into a, what we do. We do a deflection strike before we do a mm-hmm. joint lock. Uh, but I see a lot of people doing teaching joint locks, and they don't realize in, rea- in reality you cannot just go right to a joint lock. People are going to pull their hand away. So we teach a distraction strike at the same time we're grabbing for the joint lock. But anyway, that's a whole different subject. So we teach more oh. advanced stuff based on that audience, and we will pick it up a little bit faster. We'll move into the maybe the disarms or grappling for advanced groups. Now, if we have a lot of beginners, then we'll back it up a little bit, We'll check out their stances, make sure they know how to do the proper stances, make sure their strikes are correct, their blocks are correct, and their kicks are correct. Uh, mm-hmm. Slow it down a little bit, just based on the group, and then move based on that that group's level. Mm-hmm. Wow, very cool. I just want to remind our listeners of our phone number here, 347 677 0699. If you'd like to talk live on the air with Asoke Dave Johnson, give us a call, 347-677-0699. However, if you don't want to call, but but just know it's funner to call. If you don't want to call... But hey, and remember, if they call, I'm donating 10 bucks to the History Museum for everybody to call. Right. So you guys, you guys are calling call. in. You're going to have a lot of fun, of course. You can make fun of me, and, and, and you can roast me like they did Justin Liu. Uh, but you're going to donate to our wonderful Martial Arts History Museum. We are so blessed to have them right here in California and to have exactly. Michael McCuda that's put his life, his vision to, to work and to build this thing just amazing. I'm so proud to even have that in my backyard, I'll tell you. But anyway, yeah. call in. Call in. Call and, in, uh, do, You're donating 10 bucks. On my behalf, I'm throwing down the money. You're just picking up the phone. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) come on out. Join the conversation. This is the Sunday Brunch Show with Aristida and special guest, Soke Dave Johnson. So, so far, Soke Dave, you're at $20. (laughs) That's it? So just, that's it. So, you know what, folks? Get on the line. Get on the line. Janie says, my voice would break your system. My system can handle it. <laughs> bring it. My system. Bring it. Yeah. So, so far, I'd like to, I'd like to send a quick shout-out to my sister, Michelle Ralston. She uh, has invited a bunch of people from all over the world to listen to this show. And uh, call in, you guys. They're 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 calling they're coming in from France from Spain I don't know where else that <laughs> that they're calling from and uh, you know call in to ask uh, Soki Dave any questions about his system say a do say a do very good um, I'll tell you um, if, we, if we don't do one if we just do one thing today Ristita it's people are gonna say say a do correctly and mate correctly exactly. <laughs> 
it's not going to be Cedo and mate. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 got an English <laughs> lesson today. Yeah, I knew that a little bit of karate uh, uh, experience came in handy. Woo! Oh, let's see here. My broadcast paused for a second there. Um, let's see now. We got Andy Mason listening. We've got several people. Let's see. We got people from France. Let's see. <laughs> Michelle, who are these people? <laughs> Michelle Ralston, who are these people? Where are they from? Welcome to the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show, everyone from all over the world. We are France, with Soke Italy, Johnson. Germany. France. Uruguay. Yeah, and your and your people Argentina. too. Argentina. Yeah. We got people from all over the world listening um, to our simulcast. Now, I just want to remind people we are simulcasting on Blog Talk Radio and on FB Live, which is how we're getting Soke Dave with us. Uh, we're actually feeding his audio through Blog Talk Radio um, and feeding it through uh, a mixer to our video live feed. Uh, hey, we have I people remind from. Every- Remind oh, people that are listening okay. to remind people to share this this uh, this show, share it on their website and invite people, so we'll get more people in, which will generate more dollars for the museum. Exactly, exactly. All you have to do is call. All you have to do is call. Or, well, yeah, just call. I was going to say, or ask him a question on the comments. But I want people to call. Let's okay, Dave, and I want you to call three four seven. Six seven seven zero six nine nine, and Sister Michelle says we have folks listening from the U.S., Brazil, the United King Kingdom, Canada, and Germany on right now, right Woo-hoo. now. So I, give us a call. Maha. I see Hawaii's on there. Yeah. Aloha, aloha, and uh, you know Skype is an option. So the way to the way to do this if you want to call on Skype and not have to worry about long distance is i am going to post a link uh to our actual audio feed on from blog talk radio and what you're going to do is you're going to click on that link and at the top of the marquee playboard is a little button s for Skype. If you have Skype, go ahead and click that button and it's a free call to my Blog Talk Radio studio right now. And uh, we've got everything mixed in through a mixer, through uh, through uh, a Facebook, Facebook video feed, and we'll be able to talk to you live from the UK, Canada, Germany, Brazil, Uruguay, wherever, wherever you're at. Give us a call. And uh, talk to Soke Dave and uh, help the Martial Arts History Museum um, in the process because Soke Dave is uh, donating $10 for every person that calls in. Boom. And we're only at 20, so come on. (laughs) Come on, folks. All right. Uh, Let's see. We got some comments here. Got to like scroll. Uh, Whoa, scroll, scroll, scroll. I am scrolling. We are scrolling. Uh, Ted Mattingly, yeah. Ted Mattingly from Hawaii. Respect to all listening. Aloha there, brother. One spirit to you there, Ted. All right. Let's uh, get back to some questions here for Soke Dave. So I know that as well as being an incredible teacher, you're also still a student. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you're currently training with right now? 
You know, I, I don't get a lot of time to train, but when I do, uh, I love training with uh, Shifu Kwok and uh, Craig Heimbickner up in Sacramento. Oh, uh-huh. Amazing, uh-huh. amazing Wing Chun experts there. Can't get enough of that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to integrate more of that within my system, but I'm doing it very, very slowly. Uh, Seido say is, I, meant to, I forgot to mention, Seido is an evolving martial arts system. Uh, and yes, it's always sir. been meant to be that way. And I think a lot of people are doing that today, too. It's not so much this is the way it is and that's the way it's always going to be. It's just great for your base and your foundation, but there's so much knowledge out there. If you get to move around and train in different seminars with a lot of different experts of different styles, you're going to see things that, hey, I really like that. We don't do that. I'm going to grab that and pull that in and add that or tweak it a little bit and bring it to a system. Therefore, you have an evolutionary system. And that's what Seido mm-hmm. is. It, it, I don't believe I know everything. And we have so much more to learn. There's, I, there's, there's a list of things that people haven't told people that are coming up. It's on my list. It's going to be integrated within this system, but I'm not going to tell it until I know what I'm talking about. So I continue uh-huh. to do a lot of training with a lot of experts. Very cool. See, folks? <laughs> he still He still finds time to train. Very cool. Okay, so now I, I'm curious. The Elite Black Belt Hall of Fame. I'm curious. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, there's a lot of stuff that I'm keeping secret. A lot of people are trying to get out of me, but they'll, <laughs> they'll know they'll know why when the time comes. They'll realize, wow, uh, there's so much exciting things that's going to happen in this Hall of Fame. Now, a lot of people may not know anything about what I do on the Hall of Fame. It's the Hall of Masters was established in 2014. And we do what we call an elite black belt hall of fame. Um, it's I vet people. I only invite people and induct people that I know and that mm-hmm. their reputation has been around for decades. Um, mm-hmm. So that makes it kind of special. Yeah, uh, definitely. Keep it, keep it kind of small. There's only 180 seats going to be available. It's sold out in a uh-huh. day and a half the first year. It'll sell out quicker this year now that it's been – publicized. It's been on the front page of the Fresno's Business Journal. It's been uh, documented. It's been on radio, t- talk shows, everything. So people are waiting for it this year because it's kind of like a uh, a miniature Oscars event in Fresno. The, the red carpet, you know, the red rope chains, limousines. It's the class, the classiest thing they can go to in the year. I mean, class, 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 black tie event. Amazing entertainment to start the show off. Great dinner. The awards, if someone haven't seen it, look through my Facebook. My awards that I give out are big, beautiful, can custom-made awards that are beautiful, like nothing you've ever seen before. But cool. uh, right now we're in the process of I've privately messaged all of the inductees that have been selected for this year's event. The next mm-hmm. one will be in 2020. I only do them every three years because it's mm-hmm. not a money-making thing. It's it's a legitimate recognition of really great, amazing martial art. That's what it's for. So you can't do it every single year. You're going to run out of it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So I do it every three years. But anyway, this year I've sent those messages out privately, and they've been provided with a, a link to get all the registration done and to get a, what we call a, a VIPL all, all access passes, which is going to give them a lot of stuff. And then after uh-huh. that, after March 15th, I'll send out another link to another group of people, which will be my alumni, the people that were put in in 2014. They'll get to get their ticket next. 
Then it goes mm-hmm. to all the elite black belt people that are going to be showing up for the elite black belt camp and students around the world. Uh, they'll get their tickets, and then it goes to general public, whatever's left. But uh, we, we do some interesting stuff at the Hall of Fame besides just the energy and the ambiance. And you, I'd rather you ask people that have been there, like Gary Amon, David, uh, Dana Stamos, Craig Heinrich, right. or, uh Andrew Finnell. Just ask people that have been there and listen to them, not me, because it sounds like I'm promoting like a promoter. Listen to somebody mm-hmm. that's been there. It has a beautiful ambiance. It's very intimate and sincere, but a lot of fun, a lot of laughter. Um, we we give out what we call the Ebby, which was started then, and 2014 is called the Ebby, which is the Elite mm-hmm. Black Belt of the Year. Very beautiful custom oh, okay. award. And then we do what we're doing this year is the Emmy, which I thought was kind of funny. Like, who's the Emmy go to this year? <laughs> it's yeah. going to be the Emmy goes to its Elite Master of the Year. And then we also started in 2014, we introduced the first, International Martial Arts Medal of Honor, which is wow. my most exciting accomplishment to date. I'm very proud of that and very excited to uh, hand that out to a few people this year. We only give out about five every time, so they're very, very – these are for the – you can imagine who probably gets something like that. Uh, the, first, <laughs> the first actual recipient, recipient of an EBB and the Medal of Honor was Mark Shuey. Wow. And you can probably imagine right why. I mean, that, that's a guy that really yeah. just just invented stuff and brought stuff to the forefront that no one's ever done before. That's what I'm looking definitely, for. Definitely, definitely. So the Medal of Honor. And then there's a couple other awards I'm not going to say, and there's one big award that's going to be like an earthquake when, when I unveil that that night. Another first wow. that will be very historic, a very historic moment. I can tell mm-hmm. you that the people that are being inducted, the people that are going to be there that we've talked personally on the phone with, they're very excited that they're going to be there. If I could get you, get you the list, and you're going to get it soon because you're going to see the poster that's going to be done, oh, okay, it'll, cool. it'll, it'll blow you away. You're, you're going to figure out, okay, there's, <laughs> everything's going to have to move out of the way because this is an event you, you're going to want to be at and see and, and witness. Cool. Wow. Awesome, awesome, awesome. We've got, like, all sorts of comments flying down the Facebook feed. We've got, let's see, Sister Michelle says, oh, wait, let's see. Okay, that's about me, so never mind. Let's see. Rick St. Clair says it's an amazing Hall of Fame venue. And um, let's see, Andy Mason says, shout out to my U.K. teacher, Pete, Paul Bowman, who knows and trains with George Stillman. Um, Ted Mattingly from Hawaii says, once I'm established here in Hawaii, Big Island, um, I will try to have an event here for the benefit of the Hall of Fame. I'll explain that, Ted. Um, and, uh, but anyway, Ted, I want to visit anyway, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want, Let me know what I can I do to help. I'll be right there. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. I'll be right there, buddy. I'll come down there with, uh, I'll drag Bob with me, my co-host Bob. I'll drag Bob and Kathy out. And we'll cover that event, whatever you want to do. Um, Let me give you the itinerary, too, of the our event, kind of just in a nutshell how it goes. Of course, we start okay. on uh, October the 11th, the afternoon of the 11th. We start out with the Elite Black Belt Camp. It starts up in the mountains, east of Fresno. We do tactical firearm training, movement, shooting drills, a lot of fun, bonfire, big dinner. That's how it kicks off. Then on Thursday, the 12th, it starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, and we'll finish it about 10 at night. 
Wow. <laughs> That's, it's, it's a full day. Amazing. And then Friday, the same exact schedule. We do have some surprise, world-famous, everybody knows these people, that are going to pop in to this camp. That's all I'm going to tell you. You're going to see some amazing people on the mat with us, in the midst of us, having super, super fun. It's going to be a blast. So we're going to do two full days. And then on Saturday morning, I've got two gigantic, mega-famous martial artists. Again, surprise coming up soon. The announcement will come out. They're going to teach two seminars on Saturday morning, back-to-back. These are mega-greats. Once that's done, we go into a reception at about 4 o'clock, and this is only going to be for the inductees and the alumni uh-huh. or past inductees only. It's kind of a private VIP reception with hors d'oeuvres and drinks, and at that point they're going to sign the official poster. So everybody's going to oh, autograph cool. the poster like a, I started doing back in the first EBB camps. Uh, it kind of became a tradition where everybody signs the posters and then everybody gets the poster. Very kind uh-huh. of a gift. So we're going to do that, and then we're going to do you know some picture taking and some schmoozing, and then after that <laughs> opens up, we go into um, there's a little space of time there where we're going to have some people that have written books that are quite famous, and they can sell books and sell their products and talk to people and so forth, take some pictures for a little bit of time. It's not a big window. At that point, we line up on the red carpet. Limousines are staged out front. They start circling in. We got paparazzi. We got a film crew on board. It's huge, mm-hmm. and everybody goes in. They all sit down. This beautiful evening for dinner. We have the tickle drummers that start the whole show off. That gives you chills when you see this performance. Mm-hmm. Start in yeah. and then of course we do the the announcement of the inductees, and then at the end the special awards, and then we have dance and champagne and everything else. The following morning. Because it always falls around my birthday. The first one I did was actually on my 60th birthday. So this one, I'm wow. 60. This will be my 63rd birthday. But there's a lot of other great people, I can't tell you, that you all know that are going to be here. They're going to be at the Hall of Fame. Their, their birthdays are all within a day of mine. So on Sunday, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, on Sunday, we started this, the first one. It's called Soke's Birthday Brunch. And it's beautiful. It's out by a pool in an indoor pool atrium. It feels like you're in the rainforest with big trees. and It's beautiful. And that's going to wow. be kind of a VIP thing, birthday brunch, before everybody leaves for the back to their homes and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I'll say is the way we present our awards, too, everybody has sent me, um, you know, like a 300 DPI, really great photo of themselves, which I produce a beautiful um, – this year is going to be really large, a book where every page you turn has a full page of them, and the next page is their entire bio. So it's almost like an encyclopedia. It's going to have all the inductees in this book. Then when they are announced and they come up, it will show their picture, but it's going to show about a 60 to a 90-second video, just like the Academy Awards kind of. It's going to show uh-huh. who they are, the history of how amazing these people are and why they're at this Hall of Fame. They'll come up, get their award anyway. So that's kind of how we – do the award ceremony. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Have you got your tickets yet? <laughs> no. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Just block that off October amazing. 14th. October 14th. Do not let anything ah. get in the way. And I'll tell you a nice you know, thing. For, we, we did this primarily for the countries. We got, we got confirmed. We got Brazil, 
Peru, mm-hmm. Chile, Uruguay, Argentina, Germany, all mm-hmm. flying in for this. Besides wow. the United States. Um, and maybe I think I've got someone now from Australia coming in. But we've set the venue up. It's across the street. I mean, literally, you walk across the, a crosswalk from Fresno, Yosemite International Airport. You land, you walk out, you get your luggage, you walk across the street. Wow. See, how, how convenient is that? Oh, my gosh. Yep. that The event sounds incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. You know, and I remember, like, earlier when I was talking about the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame, I, I mistakenly said October 14th when, in fact, the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame is the following weekend. There had to have been a reason why I shouted out the 14th, and there you go. October 14th. <laughs> yeah, because I think there's somebody actually from the state of Washington that's going to be in the house. Mm. Very cool. Who is that? Very cool. My As, goodness, that sounds like an incredible, incredible event. Now, I just got question on the facebook feed but i can't oh okay um andy mason from the uk asks oh now i gotta like scroll back a little bit um andy mason from the uk asks did he that means you so okay dave did he ever train at the muhammad ali training camp in philly in philly i'm guessing he meant philadelphia yeah, no, must have been someone else, not me. Oh, that would okay. have been an honor, but not me. Okay, so there you go, Andy. <laughs> that was a great question. Thank you so much for asking. I know there was another question out. I need to go back here a little bit. Um, I'm still looking for phone calls to raise money for the museum. I know. We're still at 20 bucks. Come on, call in, folks. Call in. Uh, Mark Behicks, uh, Behicks says, Aloha. The Silat people up Big Island, most of the masters here on Maui and Oahu. Come check out Goodwill Tourney in Oahu April 1st. You meet them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got Gerald Okamura watching also. Yeah. And, and by the way, it's uh, a very short flight from Hawaii. Very yeah. short flight. Hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. Come on over, Hawaii people. Hey, and we're doing a, you know what, besides the weather's always beautiful in October, the Monday after the camp, we do the breakfast on Sunday. A lot of people do go back, but a lot of people are staying. We have people mm-hmm. from all over the world staying here because Monday we are caravanning to Yosemite. Yosemite! How cool is that? Everybody's going to go to Yosemite and look at the beautiful waterfalls. And the very next day we're going to San Francisco. So you want to... If you want to tag along with an international group of people from all over the world, this is your chance. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my goodness. Um, yay. Very cool. Um, now, I would like to invite all these people that are on Facebook Live right now. Right now, think of one question or call in. <laughs> but I prefer that you guys call in. <laughs> call in 347-677-0699. I'm going to go ahead and uh, get some more questions rolling here. And uh, if anyone has any questions 
about, uh, say, Edo, um, Soke Dave's system, or um, the uh, Hall of Fame that uh, he had founded, or anything like anything, 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 give us a call um, because you know we've got we've got the man right here on the line with us. So go ahead and uh, give us a call. So you know I I like asking all of the, all of our guests this particular question. If a young person, a child, came up to you with an interest in getting into martial arts and getting good at martial arts, what advice would you give that child? Wow. Oh, boy. I've, I've had, I know, I've, right? I've been asked that question many times, but it's actually a really good question. I wish more parents would ask that question to people. Um, Me first too. off, do your research. Do your research. Do your research. Don't don't go to the studio. Check it out. But ask a lot of people in the community you live in, where their students go, what experience they've had. Uh, ask the kids to go to talk to the parents of the children that go there. For example, um, that's mm-hmm. a big thing because there's a you know like in everything there's a lot of amazing martial artists, but there's a lot of schools that probably are not that great. You don't want your kids in. So be careful. Uh, and then the right. other thing, you just you have to decide for yourself what you're looking for. Do you want mm-hmm. just, uh, just tournament, fun for your kids, concentration, respect, uh, hard work, physical fitness, all that stuff? You got to make that decision. That will help you determine what kind of school you're going to pick out. And then mm-hmm. you know, maybe if it's more self-defense, then it's going to be a different system. For example, um, mm-hmm. I've I've turned away a lot of students not because I'm anything special, but I tell them this is not this is not what you're looking for. I just tell them that. Right. I, I don't want to waste their time. Uh, or someone if kids young, I'll tell them. I've referred a lot of kids to some amazing studios here in Fresno. I know the people for almost um, 40 years now. I've been there 40 years in Fresno, so I've known these people for four decades. And I'll tell them, you know what? Go take your student to this school or that school, and give them four or five years. They're going to have a blast. They're going to have great skill. They're going to have some. They're going to build a family. Uh, uh, in this school, they're going to have great tournament memories, yada, yada, yada. Then when they're a little bit older and they want to learn really good self-defense, whether they're going to law enforcement or military, bring them back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful advice. Wonderful advice. Uh, Michelle Ralston says, I would always also suggest that kids ask their parents, especially mom, to train with them. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um Let's see here. Andy, Andy Mason, um, the gentleman from the UK, he asks, um, does your guest know or tra- or have trained with Professor George Dillman? No, I have not trained with him, but know him well, respect him, and uh, I'm sure in some way I've brought some of his stuff into the system, even though I've done other seminars in law enforcement on nerves, uh, nerve damage, nerve stimulation, nerve point strikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know he's really big on that, which is really cool. We do. I didn't mm-hmm. mention that, but that's also in our system. And it, mm-hmm. it's kind of integrated within strikes and blocks that that we teach the strikes and blocks. But I, while, while I'm teaching it, I'm trying to tell them where you're striking for a reason. The body is right. filled with great targets of nerves. And there's a lot of things you can do to control people, especially needed in law enforcement, where you're going to grab in particular parts of the body to isolate that, to cause a lot of pain to get them to what you need them to do Mm -hmm. definitely very cool um now um this is this is out of my curiosity what 
what do you see in the future for say Edo and for the um, Elite Black Belt Hall of Fame? What are what are your visions for the next well, like let's know, say thirty years? Well, say Edo itself, like I said, is evolutionary. So I'm I'm excited because there's things I know coming up that's going to be slowly integrated within the system that I need to do my homework on, and I need to be a white belt in these systems with these people for a long time before I bring it mm-hmm. into my system. But that's exciting. And then on top of that, there's things that obviously I don't know that that I know is going to pop into the system two, three, five, ten years down the line. I'm going to say, wow, we got to put that in the system. So mm-hmm. the excitement of knowing there's a lot more out there that I don't even know about yet that's going to come into the system is quite exciting. Of course, that's what keeps Sado, I think, a great system because it's evolutionary. It's always building. I'm always perfecting. Uh, so if I'm perfecting, that means all the students are perfecting. They're always becoming mm-hmm. a, a better student. They're always kind of a mi- white belt mindset. Um, mm-hmm. The Elite Black Belt Hall of Fame, the Hall of Masters, uh, of course, this year, it seems like every year it just jumps a giant notch, like the awards that I mentioned that I'm not going to uh, unveil until that night. Like, mm-hmm. we did the, like we did the Medal of Honor for the first time. That was a big deal. You know, that was the first Medal of Honor awarded. Uh, big things this year. In three years in 2020, who knows what that's going to be, other than the fact that the night of the Hall of Fame in 2020, I officially retire. Wow. From my, from my university job. So that's kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a yeah. retirement celebration and a Hall of Fame dinner all at once. But I already have about half my list completed for the designated inductees for 2020 um, already lined up. Wow. So that's, that again, they're all amazing people. I, I can't, I can't put that many. I don't want to put that many in each hall of fame. I want it to be a great, nice sized crowd that still gives them the recognition they deserve and really puts the mm-hmm. attention spotlight on these amazing people. So that's exciting. That's coming up. And of course the growth cool. of Sado, futuristically the question for Seido itself, it's, it's already expanded over the years to four continents. So who knows mm-hmm. where it's going to be in the next five or ten years. I have exactly. amazing directors uh, from Europe to South America that are doing great things, that are expanding, that are opening new schools. Um, mm-hmm. they're, in, they're getting into, like, military now. I have a, a, a couple new uh, police academies now that have integrated my system. So let it go. It's just going to keep growing. I'm just having a blast. I'm blessed. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. It's just uh, it's a great, great experience, great journey. Very cool. Now, uh, Master Steve Barbieri asks, um, "Hey, tell the listeners about his uh, 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 about his photo shoot in Vegas that uh, he did a short time ago. What's that all about?" <laughs> oh, that was fun. Well, that was Marshall Science. Uh, Henry Benerfa's Marshall Science magazine. Uh, he oh, contacted me, right. I don't know, four or five months ago and um, said he was interested in interviewing me uh, and please call him, whatever. So I called him, and we talked for quite a while. And anyway, long story short, it came into a uh, a trip to Vegas to do a photo shoot to get get the magazine out and uh, was blessed to be on the cover of that. And cool. Henry just does an amazing magazine. You saw my little video mm-hmm. probably the other day coming up. Yeah. I really mean that. Great. His magazine is top notch. It's quality. It's beautiful uh, quality magazine. But uh, I got to give a shout out to my team that went with me. A lot of the people that are training private with me, not everybody could go because we all have different schedules. But I took uh, uh, five other guys. We, we went to Vegas together. So it was kind of a 
a, ro- a guy road trip kind of thing. I was thinking of Steve, <laughs> actually, Master Master Barbieri just asked that the kind of thing. Coffee of the Masters, what what happens in Manteca stays in Manteca, <laughs> but it was like what what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So right. a theme of our weekend was uh, I'm a big uh, um, would you totally blank all of a sudden um, Bruno Mars. I'm a big 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 Bruno <laughs> Mars fan. Love 24 Karat Magic, his new the song that was yeah. just big this year that was the theme of our trip so we're oh, cranking cool. that song up we you know we had to we had to be uh in the mindset of bruno mars we had a super blast walking around vegas in the evening <laughs> and going to great venues and restaurants and sites and we just had a blast the whole time and then of course with henry had a, an amazing visit with him and his wife great photo shoot um I hope to do more. We've talked about several things coming up that's coming up this year. In fact, um, I'll be in the October issue. That's already in the works right now to mm-hmm. coincide with the Hall of Fame. There's a big issue coming out on that, and we're working on that right now. But uh, just shout out to the to the 24 karat elite black belt team that went with me. Shout out to Henry Benerf and his wife uh, Yazelle, which is they're just beautiful people and super talented. If you don't got wow. the magazine, you better get it. I got some here present <laughs> I can autograph and give to people, but uh, it's so inexpensive if you go to just Marshall Science. Go to his site. You can subscribe for, you know, to get six magazines because he puts six, uh, 12 out, uh, excuse me, six out per year. So mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. subscribe for just a year, two years, three years, which is really inexpensive. And you have the electronic version. And then, of course, you want to yeah. buy a hard copy. You can always buy a hard copy. Oh, that's cool. And where do people go to subscribe? Just Marshall go to Marshall Science. Yeah, MarshallScience.com, I believe it is. And just Google it. Okay. Just Google Marshall Science Magazine, and then you'll find it. Okay. Three ninety nine, cheap for a magazine. That's right, Michelle. Very. I'm gonna yes, write this on here. Marshall Science Mag. Uh, can't even spell today. Magazine. There we go. Marshall Science Magazine. Oh, we have um, another question from Janie. My friend Janie, she asks, oh, where did it go? <laughs> so many comments up in here. Um, is Master oh, Johnson's system? Yeah, is Master Johnson's system like, somewhat like a jujitsu system where you don't test for a few years at a time? Good uh, question. Similar, yeah, to, yeah, it does have some similarities in the fact that, you know, I came from the commercial side for 13 years I ran two commercial studios like the traditional commercial studios had about mm-hmm. 800 population for a while uh, loved it nothing wrong with that wish everybody the best that's doing that it's an amazing experience and journey uh, but mm-hmm. we that for a lot of reasons but back in then you have your yellow you know you have your white yellow orange purple blue whatever I got uh-huh. rid of that system in say Edo there is no belt color system it's, mm-hmm. it's you train, and when you're proficient, whether it's one and a half years, two years, three years, five years, I'll know. And that's really, if you go back to the old way of martial arts, you know, the master, the teacher, the sensei, they know when you're ready to be promoted to a certain level, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. Every system is different. But at, at that point, when I see they've mastered the entire system, first off, they have to know the whole system. And then, mm-hmm. it, you know, they know it, but you know, I know they can get really a lot better, a lot faster, a lot more technically astute, whatever. But I know they know it, mm-hmm. they'll black belt. I will black belt them at that point. And then as cool. they become more proficient, 
They'll go up to second and third and fourth. You have to be a fifth degree to become a com- country director. Mm-hmm. So they have to really know the system. And then, of course, they have to have a lot of people that they're training. And then they, at that point, they'll be a fifth on, I'm sure. And then they will be a company director, a country director. Right now, I mm-hmm. only have a Brazilian com- country director, a Peruvian country director, Argentina, Uruguay, and Germany. Those are my only directors that have got to that level yet. Mm. Awesome. Very cool. Let me check the studio here. We have, okay, someone had called in, okay? Uh-oh. But to make sure that this person wants to talk, um, if you call in to our studio board, folks, and, you can, and you're within earshot of my voice, if you want to talk live with Soke Dave Johnson, please press 1 on your phone keypad right now to let us know that you want to talk live. And there we go. We got area code, area code 808. You're on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Aloha. This is uh, Tuhan Martin. Um, Hey, Tuhan. I'm the producer of uh, Filipino Martial Arts TV the past 12 years. And Mm. this year I make 50 years in martial arts. Um, I started uh, when I was seven years old, San Francisco. Uh, mm-hmm. Under um, Greg Lantayao in 1967, oh. Shikishin Funi. And then uh-huh. I came up to the, the islands in the 70s, trained under uh, Kimo Wong, Wing uh-huh. Chando, 20 years, and then the Lua Masters and the Lima Lama Buru. And ran with the Hawaii Dog Brothers, and now I got my own dojo, Pulahan Magdarima. I'm just getting over a cold now, so I sound kind of, kind of Cody. <laughs> but I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Soki David. I think he's doing a, a great job, um, perpetuating his arts, and uh, sharing you, with the, uh, sharing with the community there for the, um, especially the police force nowadays. They need the support, and to support you guys, and also. Uh, um, Rosita for doing a great job on the radio show. Uh, we appreciate you guys in Hawaii, and um, we have a big following of uh, martial artists, and mm-hmm. um, and we appreciate your um, your insights, um, and we appreciate what you guys are doing for us, and especially Soki David. Keep it up, but you know there's uh, all the people in the. The Pacific Loop, we, we listen to you guys, and uh, we got a lot of strong people out here. A lot of the stuff you haven't even seen yet. Uh, some mm. of the guys in our loop is uh, Al DeCoscos, Al mm-hmm. De La Cruz. Um, yes, sir. There's uh, Ron England. There's me, Tuhan mm-hmm. Mark. Um, we're, we're doing a lot of different things that you don't see out there, and mm-hmm. um, you'll see it in the future. And you have I a guy on to. the West Coast that that's pretty tight, and uh, we're working with with him is Darren T. Bond of the Serata yes. people in Stockton. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I and he's got his big oh, thing yeah. going on uh, in uh, August, and that's the um, legacy things going on. Yeah. But all, mm-hmm. all in all, we gotta support one another, and uh, we appreciate what you guys are. keep doing it. One big family. <laughs> Yeah, we're one big awesome. family. Thank you. 
We are. We're just but, but don't forget you, your fun. brothers in the Pacific, because uh, it's really strong out here. Um, uh, I'm waiting yeah, for my lot, invite. Lot of things, yeah, I know, right? A lot Me of too. things here with underground. We brought <laughs> it up come, above ground. I want to come up to Hawaii. I want to come up to Hawaii. <laughs> Definitely. When, next yeah, time I come up there. Unfortunately, I'll be here only about one more month. Aww. I retired, so I'm moving up to Las Vegas to open a dojo <laughs> there. Oh, Las Vegas. Wow. Okay. Then I'll come and visit. <laughs> Come and visit. Yeah, that's for sure. But uh, for for Soki awesome. for Soki David, um, thank you very much for what you're doing and keep on doing it. And you have support from your uh, Screamador brothers out here. Awesome, absolutely. Yay. I consider it just an honor and a privilege, a blessing. Uh, I really do. I think that uh, I never considered anything I've done. I, I really believe in destiny and. And, uh, you know, God put me in the right place with the right people for some reason. Right. And, man, the benefits of knowing, to getting to know the people I know in martial arts is, I think, I don't think people understand how great, uh, beautiful martial arts is from a family standpoint. I was talking to Barry Broughton uh, yesterday, actually, mm-hmm. uh, Grandmaster Broughton back in New York, and we were talking about that. That's one of the beauties that people who are not in martial arts don't see, that there's right. this I don't know, there's this love and this passion for each other when we know we're doing the same thing. I've shared with people many times one of the unseen blessings that I did not expect, never even thought would happen when I was younger, is happening, has been happening for the last 10 years, and that is I travel the world because of martial arts, and I have family all over the world, mm-hmm. like brothers, sisters, we love each other, and that's only because of martial arts. And what other, what other thing can do that for you? That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. It's 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 always so nice to know that no matter where you go, if you've met someone through the martial arts, has have touched hands with them, you know, broken bread with them, you know, or broken bones with them, <laughs> that you'll always have yeah. brothers and sisters, always. And uh, right. it's. Um, a lot of people, like you say, a lot of people don't understand that bond that we as martial artists have with each other. It's, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing, absolutely I, amazing. We need to, we, we need. I really want to congratulate the entire martial art community today because if you go back, you know, back in the earlier days, maybe seventies and so forth, I remember mm-hmm. the division of like, no. You know, we are the real martial art. No, that's crap. And, and you know, all that stuff yeah. happened, and people were kind of really segregated off. It was ridiculous. And I'm sure there's a little bit of that now, but I've seen a big change in in my life. I You know, going on 58 years, one way or another, I've been involved, never left martial arts, so five decades plus of seeing it evolve into where it is today to where there is way more respect, camaraderie, than I've ever seen before. And we all have, we love our systems, we love our techniques, we believe in them, we better, and we better be confident right. in our systems, you have to be. But at the same time, it's kind of cool that we can go set our stuff aside, go to a seminar, and just absorb like a sponge. I want to know everything. Like, I, I had the pleasure of working with Sig Kufroff, I remember, in the Bay Area one time, and I was oh, just like uh-huh. a, a little kid in a candy store. Just like, can, right? can, I, sit, can I sit here at least uh, five more years, sir? You know, uh-huh. I mean, you just, uh, <laughs> I, I got to work with uh, Saito Sensei, you know, the, the head instructor under Marito Saito, that uh, uh-huh. the Sensei that started Aikido. I got to work with him in, in the Redwood City area one time. I mean, just 
the people you get to work underneath today that are still alive, that are still teaching, we have so many great martial artists. Um, I, I wish I had more time. That's the only frustration. Like, I love working with Craig Heinbeck up in Sacramento. Chief of Quack, every time I can get a chance to just hang around him. And uh, Besides his technique being amazing, he's a very, very loving, genuine, beautiful person. Uh, just, we just got so many great martial artists. That we, it's just endless who we can hang around with. Rastita, I know I've watched your stuff. It's like I just want, I want to go to one of your classes and just kind of sneak in the back in a in a little old white dobok and maybe mess up my hair so no one knows who I am and I, I'll ask like, I don't know what, I don't know how do you say that again you know <laughs> I would love oh, to do that. You're too kind. You're too kind and definitely I I like to work with you also and and Good old Mark also and but hey Good old Mark's moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, no kidding. I'll get to see him. We should, we should we train him down there. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we're gonna have some uh, Hawaii martial artists in Vegas now, showing uh, Polynesian, right. Filipino stuff. Hey, right. uh, before, before I lose him, before I lose him, can can you send me a private message with contact information for you? Because I want to see if you can make these this uh, Hall of Fame event. I've got some ideas I want to talk to you about, but. Uh, Wow, that'd be cool if you could be a part of this. So if you can, remember to send me a private message. Let's talk. Okay, great. Great. Do it. And uh, Rosita's <laughs> yeah. got my information, too. <laughs> yes, okay. sir. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, uh, we are getting What's close to you. It's a pleasure to... talking to you. Thank you. Thank you, Guru Mark. Thank you so much. Salamat. Yeah. Aloha. 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 Well, we are getting close to the end of our broadcast, Soke Dave. It was so great to hear from Guru Mark. Um, so, um, is there, for people that have questions for you, Soke Dave, about your system or would like to set up, like, um, I don't know, like a seminar or anything with you, how can they get a hold of you? Um, you know, probably the best for me because. A lot of people don't like Facebook. I love Facebook. It just works for certain people. I know that. And Facebook works best uh-huh. for me because because of the international community that I work with. Facebook is awesome because of my time. Mm-hmm. It's very limited. I can go to one place and get private messages instead of two, three different emails. Um, so I would suggest people just private message me questions and so forth. Um, I, I can set up seminars. I do. I've got one coming up in August here in the Fresno Valley area, which is a big real estate firm connected to a title insurance company. We're doing all the employees. I've done a lot. I do active shooter training seminars, uh, workplace type self-defense. We can custom make it. Uh, We've done a lot over Mm -hmm. the years. We do domestic violence shelters for women. Uh, I donate all that stuff free to seminars. I don't have a lot of time slots, but would love to see if I can squeeze one in and be open to that absolutely so facebook me private message me for that kind of stuff if not my my email is pretty easy info at masterjohnson.com info at masterjohnson.com simple email info you want at there. master johnson okay info at masterjohnson.com right. um so before we head out um first i want to thank soke dave for joining us what a wonderful time we've had for our Sunday brunch show. And uh, I just want to answer one last question here. Who will be your next guest? Our Well, Drum our roll. next guest, yeah, our next guest technically 
interview guest will technically be Mr. Roger Lowe. And that will be in a couple weeks, I believe. I'd have to look at my calendar. However, next week, uh, we're going to be having another Sunday brunch show due to some teaching obligations that I have to do in the evening. Normally, we air every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, with the exception of every third Sunday. However, most of this month will be um, held at 11 a.m. for a Sunday brunch show. And next next week is going to be um, open discussion, where we're just going to talk openly about any martial arts subject. And uh, my uh, co-host for that day will be Kathy Long, um, unless my co-host Bob can uh, come away from, from uh, his... Um, uh, obligations that he needs to take care of and join us as well. But uh, you'll be joining me and Kathy Long next week. And uh, Soke Dave says, remember to block out October 14th. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. And uh, Grandmaster Huddleston, hello, sir. Sifu Restita, you keep doing a great job as you always do. Thank you so much, sir. And Andy, thank you. Thank you so much for your um, for your compliment on this radio station, um, on Blog Talk Radio, and on FB Live. So thank you so much, Soke Dave. I'm waving. I don't know if you can see me on the live feed. <laughs> but thank you so much, and thank you, listeners, for sticking on with us for the last 90 minutes or so and uh, listening on Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next week right here on Facebook Live for Open Floor here at the Dojo with Ristina and Kathy Long and hopefully Bob Deal. We'll see everyone next week. Bye-bye now. Bye, Silky Dave.